From local sports to national newsmakers, this is the show everybody is talking about. Live from the Granite State, it's Mike and the Haas on the Pulse of New Hampshire. Good morning and welcome to Mike and the Haas on the Pulse of New Hampshire, powered by the Yum Yum Shop. I'm Mike Denae, and alongside Charlie Hossack, we are Mike and the Haas. Charlie, how are we doing today? Mike, it's great. It's great to be with you. Um, as you know, and, and as our listeners are going are, are gonna to find out, that this is the season of yuck. <laughs> the, the season of yuck is uh, not uh, my favorite uh, time of year. We've got snow, we've got cold, and we just want to be able to, to stay inside. Um, and it's just, it's just, just really, uh, just really a frustrating, frustrating time of the year for me. I, I, I could see you were frustrated. Yeah, it, it was cold out. When I met you, we have J Dog on the other side of the glass too. Is going to be joining us. We do. But this is a new show for the Pulse of New Hampshire. It's it not is. a new show for us. We've been doing this for seven or eight years, talking about sports and the national stories, the the local stories, and I'm excited to this new journey joining the Pulse of New Hampshire. It is. It's, it's really exciting. I mean, we're sitting in a in a. I would say a big boy studio right now. Yeah, that's that's you know fair. we've got glass, we've got J Dog, and it's just it's it's awesome. I'm I'm excited, you know, and like you said, we you know we got our starts back on some community TV, and then we moved to some local radio, and and now we're here uh, yeah, on the Pulse of New Hampshire, bigger local radio. Yeah, this is great. This it's is exciting, great. and we're you know exciting to talk about the the issues that we've been talking about for six or seven years, and obviously the new ones that are coming up and. You know, right now we're weekly, eleven o'clock on Saturdays. Yes, um, and you know, we'll talk great. about what's going on in the week. And, and you know, one of the things that I'm really excited about with the show is that we're going to be able to have people call in and and join our conversation. And that and that that phone number, if you want to just jump in on the show, is six zero three two two eight twenty eighty. That's six zero three two two eight twenty eighty. And we we would love to have people join our show, and uh, you know, love love to get their opinions because as people get to know us. We we disagree on just about everything, which is which right. is and really so nice. People call and they'll agree with me, and uh, definitely not. I, we'll, I feel, start, we'll start. I feel, I feel like you know. Feel, I feel like people are already going to say, "Oh man, I, I like this guy, the Haas." Well, we're, we're going to yeah. ask. We'll, the, we're going to pose the first question. We'll in see. A second, That'll be the so. first question. All right, let's get started. Mike and the Haas is powered by the Yum Yum Shop, located in the heart of downtown Wolfboro, can be found all over the world when using the Pulse of New Hampshire app. The Yum Yum Shop has over 100 varieties of fresh baked goods, including six different types of bread and a full service ice cream bar. And, of course, their most famous item, the gingerbread cookie. Make sure to visit the Yum Yum Shop the next time you are in Wolfboro or online at yumyumshop.com. And while you are there, enter the discount code of Mike and the Haas to receive 20% off a gingy box. You can always join our conversation, as Charlie said, 603-228-2080. 603-228-2080. Charlie, people probably don't know. Some people aren't listening. What's a gingy box? A gingy box. Oh. It's it's really it's heaven in a box. A gingy box is packed with twenty four gingerbread cookies. You get buttercream frosting and you get a decorating bag. It's a perfect gift for any occasion, and it even includes a custom note at no charge for a little personal touch. I know over the years we've had many many gingy boxes, and I can't think of any time that you wouldn't want to enjoy a gingerbread co- you know cookie. They're just so good. Do you, why, don't, why don't we just get right cut to the chase? Because I know you're going there. You're right. People, I am. people always ask about. <laughs> go ahead. People ask about gingerbread cookies. What and are you going to so, ask them? The Yum Yum Shop offers two kinds of gingerbread cookies. They have the plain one, which people are most familiar with, partly, and then they have one with frosting. And we're going to ask J Dog here. He's going to be the first one that we're going to ask. We're going to put him on the spot. And so, I am a frosting person. You are obviously I am not, not a frosting, a frosting person. person. And. Um, Frosting takes away from the no, the real the, deliciousness of why, the gingerbread why are cookie. Are you poisoning right now? I'm not poisoning. I'm just sharing with are. you my thoughts. All right, J Dog. Yes. 
gingerbread cookie with frosting or without? Without. Yeah, yeah. clear. Clearly. <laughs> I mean, uh, uh, once wait, again, wait, I, I Haas is 1-0 against I want to ask, let, let's get a clarification, though. Yes. J-Dog, have you ever tried a gingerbread cookie at the Yum Yum Shop with the frosting? I haven't, though. That's the thing. All right. Yeah. So, we'll, so, we'll figure it out. J-Dog, we'll Could be a new opinion on the way. Yeah, we'll bring it in for you, J-Dog. Perfect. And this is typically, J-Dog, and you're going to get to see this, this is typically what Mike does, is he kind of baits and kind of leads people to his opinion. And it's it's also one who brings in the gingerbread cookie with the frosting. We're finally at a point now. No, it's going to stop. All right, you're, <laughs> no, not, you're not, not allowed to just lead people to decisions that you want them to make. I don't understand why it would stop now. Okay. All right, let's get started. Um, we're gonna, we start our show, for those of you who have not listened to us before, with some opening takes, some small talk, um, you know, just kind of maybe what's bothering us, too. Yes. Um, and that's brought to you by Hancock Lumber. For all your building supply needs. I, I'm going to start because the... Because you always do. Uh, you're going to start because my name you always first. do. My name comes first. All right. Um, the... Uh, the Patriots, obviously, uh, the the big news over the last few weeks has been the change of coaching at uh, on the New England Patriots, and obviously we'll spend some time talking about Belichick. And sure, you and I are both big fans of Bill Belichick. Huge. Um, we're mixed feelings about him leaving, and so this week they hired Gerard Mayo. Officially, they hired Gerard Mayo, and he had a press conference, and it was in the news quite a bit as far as you know the Twitterverse or Xverse. Uh, some complaining about some of the, the press conference and right or even the just the hiring of Gerard Mayo in itself yeah. and and we've been critical of the Patriots at times or certainly were critical of them last year with their offensive coordinator and what they did with that and critical we've been critical of Bill this year uh I wasn't critical about the Patriots and how they handled the Gerard Mayo I actually really supported it they had talk, a su- talk talk yeah go ahead I'm sorry I was gonna say talk a little bit about there was a succession plan there's a succession plan and the the Pats got a lot of grief for there not being a succession plan for Tom Brady, mm-hmm. as they should have. You got a quarterback for twenty years; it would have been nice if you had the next guy, and it wasn't Cam Newton, you know, or Jared Stidham, or you know, whoever they had. Sure, um, they had a clear plan for when Bill left, and I, I think it probably happened maybe a year or two early than they expected. They didn't expect four and thirteen this year, right? But they had a plan; it was written in the contract. They executed that plan. So that's that's point number one. I thought that the Pats did a good job with that. The press conference is what made the news. Gerard Mayo is the first black head coach of the New England Patriots, and so you know that's obviously going to be some buzz. Sure. Uh, He's the, also the youngest coach in the NFL now. That's right. Thirty-seven. Um, the reporter asked a question, and you would expect this to to Robert Kraft about hiring the first black coach, and and Kraft said it. He doesn't see color. Which I think that answer is perfectly fine. Sure. And he try, tries to hire the best person, and you know this mm-hmm. world of DEI. It's it's. It's, it's probably the right answer. What I was really impressed with was, was Mayo, when he wanted to speak, that he said, well, I do see color. Because mm-hmm. you can't see racism if you don't see color. Agree with him or di- disagree with him, I appreciate the, the, the openness between Kraft and Mayo. That they felt comfortable with that. It wasn't, it wasn't contrived. It was organic. And it just gives me faith moving forward that there's going to be open conversations between the two. And that they'll be working in conjunction with each other, and they have that kind of relationship. I thought it was a good day for the New England Patriots. I thought it was a good press conference for the New England Patriots because of the openness that they had with each other. Agreed. And it's it's a situation now where we know that when they go behind closed doors, Robert Kraft and Gerard Mayo, they're not gonna they're not gonna agree on everything. They're gonna disagree, and there's a mutual respect between the two of them to be able to say, okay, let's you know work out our differences. Let's figure out what's best for the team. I, I, I like it. You know, 
at, at first, like you said, Mike, when Gerard Mayo was like named the next head coach, I was like, ah, whatever. I was kind of like lukewarm. But over the past couple of days, he's grown on me. I'm, I'm excited about this. You know, did you see one of the things that Wes Welker may be getting an interview I, I, for I did offensive see that. coordinator? I did see that. You know, I, I kind of like it. I mean, he's been down in Miami with McDaniel. I mean, I, that guy's great. I mean, he's like a wizard down there in Miami as a head coach. And Unless it's cold you, out. You know, <laughs> uh, well, you know, it, it, when you're wearing capris on the sideline, you know, True. you have to, you see, maybe that's, he needs to wear some pants. True. But, um, you know, things like that, I'm excited. I'm excited about the Patriots. We saw that um, Bill's, Bill Belichick's boys are both staying on staff. Uh, draw, did, did they accept the position? I don't know if they accepted. They've they been offered. offered the they offered I, don't, the I don't think they right. accepted. Probably yeah. waiting to see where Dad ends up. Yeah, and see where Dad ends up, and see if there are any other offers out there. But I mean, I thought that was a, that was a, a, I don't know, extending the olive branch a little bit. It was. I think that's all right. Yeah. I, I, you know, I like what, for example, like I, I like what Steve has done, uh, Belichick, um, over the years. I don't. I don't think he's. I think he. I think he's a becoming a better coach than he was. You know, five years ago. I think there's some mystery about what Steve has done or any of the other coordinators because. Bill had such an overarching command of the whole system that we don't know necessarily how much was he involved in the defense. Right. Uh, how much was he involved in the offense? We know he was involved a lot last year, and this year, who knows? Um, a, a massive leadership void was left in that organization. It's going to be interesting to see who fills that void. Mayo's not yeah. filling all the voids. And we had, we had talked before, too, about it's interesting that you said this. We had talked before that, that Dad, as in Bill Belichick, he did some, he made some interesting coaching decisions to maybe even elevate his son a little bit so that he would, he would pin offenses, offensive, you know, back in, in their own zone and not take risks that he may have taken before to try to win games. Yeah. So that we could keep the score low so that this would just improve the resume of of Steve Belichick. I'm skeptical about the the Patriots defense this year anyway. I know that their their numbers were, were great, but they made decisions to keep those numbers great that actually reduce their chances of winning games by yes. not going for a fourth down at the end of games when you're within two scores. Right. Because you don't want to give the short field as you mentioned exactly. the other field. So Again, uh, we are certainly critical of, you know, pretty much everybody. But yeah. I, I, I appreciate it. I thought it was a good week for the Patriots, especially losing potentially the the greatest coach of all time. Definitely, I, I do want to go on record. There are two people that we are not critical of, or excuse me, I shouldn't say we. I am not critical of. It's Tom Brady and Mike Trout. So people are going to learn we'll, about we'll my get... my bromance and love affair for Tom Brady and Mike Trout. Yes, they will. Um, my opening take. I don't know if you had a chance to. First of all, do you have do you have Peacock? Do I you, do. You have Peacock. So I, I had Peacock as well. But the the Kansas City Chiefs game and the Miami Dolphins uh, game last week was streamed on Peacock NBC. Um, and you know, my question is: Should football fans sitting in their living room have to pay to watch the NFL playoffs? Um, Peacock came out and they were super excited because 23 million fans streamed the game via Peacock, making it the most watched stream football game in history. And Peacock had purchased it from the NFL, the rights for this game for $110 million. Um, and so, you know, everybody's like, yay, Peacock, this is so exciting. Um, I have a problem with it. You have to pay $5.99 a month, right? In order to be able to watch live sports, um, a lot of people do, do, had already had it, but there, there was a lot of people that were like, hey, I just want to watch the Chiefs and the Dolphins, and if I didn't live in the Kansas City or Miami area, I had to pay to watch this game sitting on my couch. Um, it, it frustrates me because I, I don't think, you know, 
I'm totally, as you know, Mike, totally on board with capitalism and making money in the NFL and all that stuff. But you make that through commercials and all that stuff. You know, ha- forcing people to pay six bucks to watch a game. They're not, they're not forcing anybody. I understand they're not forcing anybody, but they're NFL fans out there. Never before have, have I been required as an NFL fan in my entire life to pay any money to watch a game in my living room. Weren't you paying for cable? I, maybe, but before maybe. cable. Maybe? I don't have cable. cable? We, we, actually, it's funny. We had this conversation on the ride over. I don't have cable. Right. I know, so, I know but, you do. But when you but were when watching I, it, when you were so watching, when I was watching living, you had cable. When I was watching it in 1985, watching the Super Bowl twenty and watching the New England Patriots get killed by the Chicago Bears, I was watching it on my antenna, which okay. was which was free. Right. So when but, I have, and but I, it's I currently not have, anymore. I understand, Mike, but I currently have an antenna at my house where I can bring in NBC, ABC, CBS, Fox, and watch network TV for you can get all those channels on your antenna for free. Yes, and, it, and it's it's facing. I unfortunately for me, it's or fortunately, it's the main station, so I can't get the New Hampshire. I can't get like WMUR, but I don't I don't like it. I don't like the fact that you have to pay to watch a game in your living room. What say you? Uh, do, would I rather not pay? Obviously, of, of I know. Not. Of course. Um, it's easier for me to count the streaming stations that I don't have and subscribe to because my kids keep signing up for every streaming station that there is. And with the Roku device, they have to hit two clicks. And then the next thing I know, I'm signed up for it. Um, I think five ninety nine is not that bad. Nesson charges $30 if you want to watch Red Sox games through streaming. It's 30 bucks a month. I understand that. Um, I, we, listen, I just got a text here from, from one of our listeners, and uh, I can't say it on air what they said, but they were, basically they were very upset about the Peacock thing. They didn't buy in, and they missed the Chiefs game because they, they felt like, why 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 would we have to pay five ninety nine? You know, why why are they forcing us? I mean, they, they were... they really put a stranglehold on people saying you have to watch, you know, you have to pay this if you want to watch this. And personally, I think it's unfair. Well, the same thing happened with Amazon on Thursday Night Football. Um, it's yeah. the NFL Network when they were carrying the Thursday Night Games. And I do I like it? Of course not. But I think it's the way of the future. And real quickly, Charlie and I are both teachers, so you know, a lot of times we'll bring in some of the stuff in class. I was talking about a little activity I was doing with my advisory. Yeah. And... We just it, it just led to who has cable in the like ten kids in my advisor. Sure. I'm the only one that has cable. Right. It is definitely an older person. It's, thing. I was gonna say it's like it's an old man thing. We're gonna go to break in a second, but I want to ask J Dog. J Dog, are you a cable guy or a streaming guy? Streaming. It's, it, it's and, the way of the future now. Yeah. I, I mean, it, it, the days of cable are numbered. Yeah. J, J, they don't Dog, know what to do. They how do you? Know. How did you feel? Did, did you? First of all, you do you have? You must have Peacock. You got uh, Peacock. Yes. Yeah, so if you didn't have Peacock, would you have paid the five ninety nine to to watch the Chiefs um, Dolphins game? No. Yeah, yeah, no. and I feel the same way. If I didn't already have it, I, I probably wouldn't. I wouldn't have paid it. Twenty three million people felt differently, and that's not including yeah, all the illegal but, and, stream, and all the illegal streamings that were going on. Right, that but one here's, too. it was yeah. huge. Here's the, the twenty three million people. They, they 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 built this up like it's the greatest thing, most streamed game in history. But it was still it's still twenty three million fans until the is, next game is is not. 23 million fans is nothing compared to just a, a regular NFL game on TV. Right. Packers and Cowboys got almost 40 million yes. on the wild card round on over the air, what they call on Fox. Because Fox doesn't have a streaming service, guys. NBC does with Peacock. CBS does with Paramount+. Plus. ESPN has Disney+. Plus, but Fox, they... So if you want to watch the Major League Baseball All-Star Game streaming, you're out of luck. Right. Same with baseball and football. Right. Absolutely. All right, and we're going to take, take a break. We'll be right back. Coming up at noon, we talk tech with Kim Commando. In the meantime, 
We're back to Mike and the Haas on the Pulse of New Hampshire. Welcome welcome back to Mike and the Haas on the Pulse of New Hampshire. Mike Denae and Charlie Hossack with us. Uh, join our conversation, 603-228-2080. 603-228-2080. Charlie, this is a segment that we normally do when we cover New Hampshire sports, New Hampshire issues. Yes. Um, and we're sponsored by Bailey's Bubble. We are. Family-owned and operated Bailey's Bubble in beautiful Wolfboro, New Hampshire, serves the finest ice cream in the state from April through October. Although they are currently closed for the season, you can still order their hot fudge, panucci, and butterscotch sauces year-round. My favorite is their homemade hot fudge. You can place your order at their website, baileysbubble.com, or send them an email at baileysbubblewolfboro at gmail.com. When placing your order, don't forget to tell them that Mike and the Hoss sent you. Mike, you had some uh, you had some sauces from Bailey's Bubble. I did. I had yeah. the the panucci. You sauce. finally had the panucci. I had you, the panucci you yeah, and you, the hot fudge. Yeah, and, and and I enjoyed it. We have a, a call from Mike from Melvin Village. Is that what I heard? Mike, can you hear us? I can. All right. What do you got? No, I just wanted to say congratulations on expanding your show. Oh, much much appreciated. Um, I, we, this sounds like uh, Coach Potenza. Is this Coach Potenza? It absolutely is. Awesome. Oh, you know what? You know what Coach Potenza does? He works at Hancock Lumber. He does, work which at is great. Hancock hey, Lumber. Coach, a uh, couple. I, I got a couple questions. Couple questions for you. Um, you right. are, are, first of all, like I should ask, are you an ice cream guy? Oh, absolutely. All right. So Bailey's Bubble, Bailey's Bubble's got some pretty good ice cream. Do you uh, do you like do you like any of their sauces? Do you like hot fudge or panucci or butterscotch? Uh, I'm not much on the sauce. Okay. All right. You're just kind of a, a kind of a straight up ice cream guy. So we refer to as Coach Potenza. He's the varsity uh, boys hockey coach for Kingswood. Big game tonight, Coach. We got Berlin. Oh yeah, it should be a, should be a good one. I think we competed with them you know, pretty well last time we played them until we started taking some penalties. And and for those of you who don't know, I coach with Coach Potenza also in the hockey staff. And yeah, you know, Charlie, and I'll be there. I do a little. I do some announcing for the hockey games so and some scoring, uh, scorekeeping. We'll, we'll so that's that great. Um, you guys. So, Coach, just. Quickly before we let you go, how how are you getting the guys ready and 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 pumped up for tonight's game against Berlin? Uh, we spent the last two days working on our D zone coverage. I think that's going to be key for us if we can you know, get the puck out tonight. We'll be in good shape. Awesome, awesome. looking forward to it, and uh, it's going to be it's going to be a cold one tonight. Um, so make sure you you dress nice and warm. And I definitely I'll see you ten minutes before the puck drops for your song. Absolutely. And All right, Charlie, Coach. I gotta, I gotta, I got to weigh in on the gingerbread cookie thing. Yeah, go ahead. No go ahead. Frosting without no frosting? frosting? I'm with Charlie. I'm with Charlie. Yes, yes. Most of, I would say probably as as the show evolves, most people are going to be with Charlie. I, I still think I'm in the lead. You you were in a hole quite a bit. I still think I'm in a lead, but I know that if I bring one in for J-Dog, that I'm going to get him to my side. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> Coach, thanks for calling. We'll talk to you later. All right, congratulations, guys. Thanks, Ken. Thank Good you. luck tonight. So, obviously... Um, and I appreciate him calling. We did, actually didn't stage that. He did that on his own. Yeah, um, go figure. <laughs> we're we're going to talk about New Hampshire issues during this segment. We're nothing specific today, but you know some of the things that Charlie and I want to tackle that we tackled in the past, and some of them are a little controversial, which is good. You know, there's going to be some disagreements out there. You know, one of them that Charlie and I have really focused on is private schools playing in public school leagues in New Hampshire. Absolutely. So, just a little tidbit. Like here we are in the in the. Right now, we're in the state's capital of Concord, right? Yep. So, you know, you have schools like Bishop Girton and Trinity 
and Bishop Brady. So, you know, taking a look at some of those, and we have over in the Seacoast St. Thomas. So taking a look at some of these private schools that have the ability to recruit playing against public schools that you get what you get. So kind of taking a look at that. And, you know, one of the things that I think would be important, I would love to have uh, Jeff Collins from the NHIAA join us, um, you know, for a segment and just talk about that, talk about the evolution of that, the the, the reason behind it. Uh, I'm sure there's some great reasons. I'd also like to have somebody from one of these private schools. Yeah, sure. You know, we are certainly taking the stance from a public school point because we're both public school teachers. Uh, But I would like to talk to somebody from one of these private schools and and just to to gauge their feeling of it. Um, We'll also talk about steroids in high school sports. I'm not sure if it's as prevalent as it was maybe 20 years ago. Yeah, um, I, but, but I it's, agree. It's, it's, but it's still present. We, I was going to say, we, we've been coaching for many, many years, and unfortunately we've seen it, um, and, and, and some of the, even some of the players that we've coached over the years. So I think there's still, there's still uh, prevalence for steroids. And you're right. Um, I don't think it was as big as you know, back in the steroid era of, say, baseball and things like that. But, right. it's, uh, but it's something that's, that's out there. And, you know, it's, it's evolving. There, there's, there's different, different there's kinds of, different right. kinds of right. things that they're, they're, kids Performance are Performance enhancing would probably be the better way Absolutely. to say these things. Absolutely, yes. Uh, the geographical alignments of the divisions within the public school system. And that stems from COVID because when the seasons of COVID happened, remember we played a, 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 just a geographical just, schedule? Yep, real close. Where yeah. your travel time, your time on the bus was limited. Yep. Um, there was a there was a lot of good things about that. A lot of great things. I imagine you know if you're living in a more uh, s- suburban metropolitan area, you don't you don't travel that much. But right. we live in the sticks. Yeah, I mean Wolfboro's considered sticks. I'm originally from Berlin, so you were really. I, in I the mean sticks we, in we were really traveling. Yeah, sure. And so, but that, those kinds of alignments. Yeah, and it's interesting. And I think uh, by having those alignments, you know, when we had the COVID the COVID league per se, is it it kind of creates a. Friendly rivalries because right. you, you you know all these kids know each other. Yep. Uh, the AAU versus town public school sports. Oh, this is I love this one because you know it's funny because AAU for for sports is has really taken over and it and it and it is it is it is impacting public school sports and then people call us out because we did coach AAU. We did. We coached AAU baseball. Yeah. But you know I, I like to be able to share. We with didn't just people. coach it. We were it was our program. Yeah. We were kind of immersed in it. Right. And but talk talking about how you you we still I mean as coaches we still put public school sports first. We made sure we worked around Absolutely. all public schools and that was the priority. But that's a, that's a good conversation to have because AAU has become big business. Yeah, and it's not that we're anti AAU. Not at all. I think that there there is a a place for AAU. It's the the massive amount of money making that has happened with the AAU and the, maybe yeah. some false promises. I was going to say and those there are, promises. There, there are good AAU programs you out bet. there, but there are some that are just really interested in. in yeah, in you know it's interesting. And if you look at some of the you know program, if you're on an AAU team that plays baseball, you know there's an elite team, and then there's five others, and the right. five others are not going to get any looks. Um, and, and lastly, and this is probably going to happen in terms of our conversations more than anything, the lack of quality referees and coaches, or the uh, the struggle to get referees and coaches, mainly because parent behavior. Sure, yeah, and, and, yeah, and I would you say you like, see this in the news all the time. I agree, and I, and I wouldn't say lack of quality because you know we have we have some really good referees out there, really well, good officials well, that do a good job, but a lot of them are overworked because 
You know, like like for example, like I, you know, if I'm if I'm working a hockey game, I see the same official pretty much at every game, and then have conversations. He's like, yeah, and then I'm going to Berlin, and then I'm going. You know, they're working four games a day. But the, but there is a lack of there's the absolute lack, lack of them. Of them. And, yes, and the reason for that, if you talk to any of these guys on why they don't want to coach anymore or why they don't want to be a referee anymore, most of the time it's parent behavior. Absolutely, and I think that that's something that needs to be addressed. Yep. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll be right back with some trivia on Mike and the Haas. Get in touch with the show anytime at thepulseofnh.com and on the free-to-download Pulse of NH app. Now, back to Mike and the Haas on the Pulse of New Hampshire. Welcome back to Mike and the Haas. Uh, it's time for trivia, but before we get to trivia, I was listening to the ads, and I just have to ask. Yes. ACDC fan? I love ACDC. Love it. J-Dog? Yeah, not bad. Not bad. Not bad. My uh, my first three concerts, ACDC. No kidding. Yeah. Yep. So so good. But you, uh, I was really more excited about the the Whitney Houston. Uh, yeah. Man, I love you. I and, love you and Coach Skelly with those love songs. Yeah. You better believe it. So trivia is sponsored by the Yum Yum Shop. So what are they going to win, Charlie? They're going to win a twenty five dollar gift card to the Yum Yum Shop, so you can go ahead and purchase gingerbread cookies without frosting. But it comes with frosting. <laughs> so, so, yeah, you get, so you get, I mean, you're going to get a $25 gift card if you call 603-228-2080. And that combined with the 20% off using the name Mike and the Haas, oh, yeah. the discount code. That's I mean, really you can, good. You can yeah. probably get the full gingy yep. box. So, yeah, that. you just say, hey, Mike and the Haas, 20% off your order. I love it on your gingy box. All right, so here's the trivia question. And I never, I never, um, Obviously, uh, I never asked Mike if he knows the answer, but before I ask this, is this something that you knew the answer to, this trivia question? Uh, not off the top of my okay, head. Okay, yeah, you'd have you to know, think about it a bit. I had to think a little bit. All right, so the, the trivia question, sponsored by the Yum Yum Shop, uh, is about the Boston Celtics. What former Boston Celtics player holds the record for most three-point shots made in a single season? Let me read that one more time. What former Boston Celtics player holds the record for the most three-point shots made in a single season? If you know the answer, give us a call at 603-228-2080 to win yourself a $25 gift card from the Yum Yum Shop. A few weeks ago when we were on the, the other radio station, uh, I gave away the answer you, accidentally. You did. It was, yeah, it was kind of funny. I, you stay away I, from it today. I, I am so nervous about giving away the answer now, and just the conversation that I've got to like say, "Don't say this name. Don't say this name." And I almost don't the name say again. it. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> so right. while, while we're on the Celtics, let's uh, big loss last night. Oh man, I was just I was so excited to come here today to say they were undefeated at home, but that ended last night to the reigning champion Denver Nuggets. How, how do you feel about your Celtics? Um, I still feel pretty good. I mean, the, the Celtics overall are thirty-two and ten. They're still in first place in the East. Um, that was a terrible shot last night by Jason Tatum. You know, came up short there. I, I just, it, I think he could have done better. Obviously, a, but, a, a friend of mine texted um, last night and this morning and said that Jason Tatum should not be on the floor in the last ten seconds of any game. <laughs> what, what do you think as your best player? Yeah, take him. Make sure, make sure he's on the bench. His decision making at the end of games is suspect, and I, I think it's legit. I think it's legit. We have spent some time not being big fans of Jason Tatum over the years. We he's come around. He has he's, he's absolutely. Come around. Um, he's come around because we don't hear about. MVP. MVP. We don't hear about everything, you know, all NBA, all this stuff. We yep. just hear about Jason Tatum. Or actually, we don't even hear about Jason Tatum, which is which is kind of nice. Yep. And, you know, and, and, and I think he realizes if he wants to be the elite in the NBA, you got to win yourself a ring. 
You gotta win a ring. He wanted to be treated as if he was the top player in the NBA and all the the pomp and circumstance that comes with that. But he, his fingers are bare. He does not have a ring, but right. he wanted to be treated like that. And so for a few years, that was his primary focus. And then he did get first-team All-NBA last year, and that seemed to have slowed down. The The worst thing that can happen with Jason Tatum is MVP champs. Yes. If there's MVP, yeah. MVP champs, he just plays awful. You know who's it's, my MVP? Derek White. Yeah. I love I love watching him play. Yep. Just so good. I mean, I know he's not going to be the MVP, but he's just no. he does it. He does it all, and it's just it's just it's kind of such an upgrade from you know who. <laughs> well, poor Marcus. I know, um, and I liked Marcus Smart, but you know, it just Marcus thought he was a, well, a shooter. You may be that... seeing Marcus Smart playing for another team because Memphis looks like they're going to be trading him away. So, ah, good yeah. point. Yeah, yes. you may be seeing him in Philadelphia. You may be seeing him with Brooklyn. You may be seeing him with a contender. So. But I th- but I think that tells you a lot about Marcus Smart. There yeah. was. He was incredibly gritty. Um, he very good defensively, yeah. locked, obviously. Locked on defense, yeah. But he did not understand his his ego, role. Well, the ego to talent ratio was. He yeah. thought he was, was Steph off. Curry. He and thought he was Steph. He's yes. not Steph Curry. Yeah. Yeah. Jay used this example early in the year. Um, Dennis, uh, Dennis, Dennis White. What is it? Derek White. Derek White. Derek White. Yep. yep. Um, scored twenty eight points one night, and he had to. The Celtics were struggling. He scored twenty eight points. The next night, he took three shots. Because his role did not dictate him needing to score. Right. Marcus Smart scores twenty eight points. Yeah. He's going to be putting it up from everywhere. He's going to shoot sixty times. That's yeah. who he thought. It's like an ego to talent ratio wasn't there. And the Celtics are doing well this year because their role players are falling into their roles, and they're checking all their egos at the door, including Tatum. You know, agreed. There's been more nights this this year that aren't Tatum nights. They might be a Brown night or Przingis night. Or Drew Holiday night. Yeah. Whereas in the past, it had to be Tatum night after night. Mm-hmm. We're seeing, we're not seeing guys like Tatum play deep into the fourth quarter on a blowout win because he's just trying to pad stats. These these guys are sitting out. This is the signs of a championship team or teams that's getting ready for a championship. Right. And I agree. And Jalen Brown has kind of found a role. He's falling into his role where you know you, we always talked about how you have the two alphas and. You know how how is Jalen Brown going to react to this? You know, should Jalen Brown be traded? Yeah. You know, we had had these conversations, and it seems like Jalen Brown is really falling into his his um, his place on the team. And you're right. I think I think the Celtics are positioned, and we we knew this. They have to be to be able to win a championship. So yeah. it's exciting. Let me give the trivia question one more time. Um, give us a call at six zero three two two eight twenty eighty. You're listening to Mike and the Haas on the Pulse of New Hampshire. What former Boston Celtics player holds the record for most three-point shots made in a single season? 603-228-2080. Staying with our Boston teams, the Bruins had a big win on Thursday night. Uh, beat the Colorado Avalanche. Yeah, uh, Colorado Avalanche is one of the best teams in the in the NHL. How are your what's your confidence level on the Bruins at this point? I'm still feeling pretty good. Yeah. I mean, they've won they've won 3 in a row, you know. The the Panthers, you know, at at one point the Panthers were as close as two points, you know, behind the Bruins, and and then they they've extended it for a few more points. You know, I think it's four or five points right now. Bruins are still first in the Atlantic Division. Um, you know, you, we had some concerns about the goaltending, um, and you know, I, I I just I think I'm still feeling pretty good about the Bruins, but I always have ah we got uh, we have a caller Bob from Henniker. Can you hear us? Yes, I can. All right, what do you got? I think it's from, uh, well, 
I think the obvious choice would be Larry Bird. But... Yeah. Oh, this is a trivia answer. Yeah, okay. no, yeah. Actually, no, it's not. Oh, gosh. He, Larry Bird is my favorite Celtics player, but it is not Larry Bird. It's not Larry Bird. Really? Well, I should have known it wasn't the obvious. Yeah, yeah that, that's the first one that, I went yeah, that's to, the, too. Yeah, it's the first one most people go to. Hey, really appreciate you, though, listening to the show, and I hope you continue to listen. I will. It's, uh, you, you do. A, you, you guys do a great job, and uh, I like the no politics commentary. <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> Thanks all right. for calling. Hey, take care. Enjoy your weekend. Take care. Bye bye. Thank you. Um, but I just want to kind of finish the, the, the point that I was making with the Bruins is that we were just um, we were we were concerned. Yeah, we were we were concerned about whether or not. Um, the the you know with the playoffs coming up and we still haven't that's in the back of my head that they just kind of fell flat in that first round and they're going to make the playoffs but I'm just concerned about what's going to happen in the playoffs and I like the fact and you hate this I know this but I like the fact that they're going to platoon the goaltending and I think that's going to work out for them come playoff time I don't know if I said I I hate it I think I think it's still making the decision to platoon in late December for April and May, I think is where the problem is. Right. You want to take the if you, if one of them's hotter than the other one, you want to take you know the hot one at that time. Uh, we have another a caller, uh, Doug from Freedom. I'm assuming he has an answer to the trivia. Hey, Doug. Uh, is the, hi, guys. I'm Mike in the house. Is it Ray Allen? Oh, so close! It is not. That is a, that is a good one. That that was one that most people think that it's that it's Ray Allen. Ah. Um, yeah, no, it's not. Who it's at one not. time was the all-time leader in three-point shots until That's Mr. Right. Stephon Curry decided yes. to enter the discussion. <laughs> yeah, so it's not it's not Ray Allen, but uh, All right. really appreciate Thanks, guys. Yeah, appreciate you listening to the show. Thanks, Doug. So we've definitely upped our trivia game. Because yeah. <laughs> in, in our other station, we had to give a lot of bunnies just to, to yeah. get the calls. But, well, it uh, was kind of a joke. We were joking off air where, um, you know, a trivia question would be was, who wore number 33 for the Boston Celtics? Right. You know, you might say Larry Bird. Okay. So the problem that I had with the Bruins, we're going to have to go to break in a second. The the problem that I had with the Bruins was making the decision to platoon the goalies in the playoffs in December. Yes. That's the part. I'm not necessarily against the platooning. Okay. If, they, if it's successful all the way to April all and right. they're both playing well. I really appreciate how you've kind of come around and no, changed, no, 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 changed no, 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 your no. position. I do not change my position. Absolutely. Uh, I'll have to we'll pull, pull, I'll up, pull up, up the tapes. Up the tape. We'll pull out those tapes. Right. Hey, we have, we have Peter from Ossipi on the line. Peter, can you hear us? Yes. Hey, Peter, how are you? What uh, What's the Look, answer to the trivia question? Paul Pierce. Oh, no. It's not. Oh, my goodness. It's no. That is that is wow, a great. I would, I would have guessed Paul that Pierce, is a, too. That is an well, excellent. The other, the other two I thought of, but they, they were wrong. That, 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 those are the three that I thought of. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's a good guess. You're going to be blown away once you hear the answer. But, uh, yeah, really, probably. Yeah. Hey, really appreciate you uh, listening to the show, and I hope you continue to listen. All right, we will. All right, Peter. Thanks so much. All right, we're going to take a break, and hopefully we get the correct answer on the other side. You're listening to the Granite State's own Mike and the Haas on the Pulse of New Hampshire. Welcome back to Mike and the Haas on the Pulse of New Hampshire. Before we leave the Bruins, I want to mention that tonight on the Pulse of New Hampshire, our Boston Bruins will be hosting the Montreal Canadiens, the rivalry of all rivalries. Yeah, 6.30 p.m. tonight. A little, little earlier? Well, they'll do a little pregame. A little pregame. A little pregame. pregame and then 710 faceoff. Yeah. Habs, nice. Bees tonight, Pulse of New Hampshire. Got to love it. Got to love it. Did you ever go up to see the Canadians up in, in Montreal? Yes. Yes, yeah. I did. I, I went did to you see wear like, your shirt and tie and all that? It, it was younger. I used to, when I was playing hockey when I was younger, we used to spend a week up in, in Canada and yeah. went to the, the, the Montreal Forum. Yeah. And uh, it was, this was back in the 80s, and 
I, I still can't get over the cigarette smoke that was in that stadium. <laughs> it was cigarette smoke, fur coats. Yes, everybody dressed up. It was it, it was it, an event. A night, a Saturday, event. A Saturday night at the forum. Yeah. It was a, an event. You dressed up. Yes. Um, but was, smoking was still allowed in, in yeah. facilities. Actually, yeah, eighties. Um, and the the cloud of smoke. And the same thing at the Boston Garden too. The Boston sure. Garden. Nothing like Canada. No. There's no filters up in Canada. There's no filtered cigarettes up there. There's they, no. they go, it's all hardcore. So remember, years ago, you could you would dress up and be able to smoke on airplanes as well. Yes, which is absolutely crazy. <laughs> I can't imagine. All right, let me let me give the trivia question um, one last time. This is trivia sponsored by the Yum Yum Shop. You're going to win yourself a twenty five dollar gift card if you know the answer to the trivia question. It's six zero three two two eight twenty eighty. That's six zero three two two eight twenty eighty. What former Boston Celtics player holds the record for the most three-point shots made in a single season? Give us a call, 603-228-2080. So one of our favorite sports to cover is obviously NFL football because there are so many storylines in NFL football. Um, in the midst of the playoffs, we had wild card weekend last weekend, and Charlie and I make picks every week. And we do. We we actually went into the, the playoffs tied. completely tied for, yeah. the, for the season, which is which is pretty neat. Um, Jay, did you say we have a caller? Patrick from Franklin. Patrick from Franklin, do you have an answer for us? Yeah, I think so, guys. Is it Isaiah Thomas? It sure is. Well <laughs> done. Yes. J Dog is celebrating over there. We, yeah. were, we were hoping Woo! somebody would answer it correctly. Yeah. So you've uh, won yourself yeah. you've won yourself a uh, twenty five dollar gift card to the Yum Yum Shop, and we're gonna have you go off air, and uh, J Dog will take all of your information. And thank thanks so much for listening to uh, Mike and the Hoss. All right. Thanks very much, guys. Have a good one. Yeah, you you. too. Hey, let me just tell you, during the 2016-2017 season, Isaiah Thomas made 245 three-point shots and set a new team record. Jason Tatum made 240 in the 22-23 season. He also made, Jason Tatum also made 230 in the 21-22 season. Here's an interesting fact for people, uh, some, some of these people that called in with these answers. Jason Tatum, Antoine Walker, Paul Pierce, and Isaiah Thomas have made more than 200 threes in a season. Ray Allen, I do have some info about Ray Allen. During the 2008-2009 season, Ray Allen made 199 three-point shots. So Isaiah Thomas loved him when he played for the Celtics, but he is the leader of three-point shots made in a single season. And I didn't give away the answer. You didn't give away the answer, so well <laughs> done, Mike. Important. Yes. I, you know, there was talk about Isaiah Thomas coming back. I mean, he's been kind of... he. He was, you know, he had the but, hip injury. But, but and, yeah. think about a regrettable decision because we got rid of the Isaiah Thomas so we can get Kyrie Irving. Yeah. And everybody Ugh. knows how the Kyrie Irving thing ended up. Yeah. So Isaiah Thomas was, his heart and soul was in Boston. And he was such a fan favorite, too. Right. And we were all excited about Kyrie Irving, but we were also really sad about Isaiah Thomas leaving. Absolutely. And when the talk of Isaiah Thomas coming back to fill like a six-man role, it wasn't a starting role. It was exciting. Role. It was. Yeah. I mean, you had to like the guy. I mean, the guy's got a Celtics record. All right, let's That's talk. Up. We're going to talk a little NFL. <laughs> so, so Charlie and I do picks. We went into the after the regular season, we were tied, and uh, we picked mostly the same games last week, except for the two that I won. Yeah, on Saturday. Yeah, so, so I was I, I was down and out after Saturday's <laughs> games. I had not I had nothing left to root for. No, that's not true. But um but it's good because we still have playoffs. So even though you have a two game lead, and I checked this time last year, guess what? You had a two game lead. Did I and you did, absolutely. And then you did you did pretty well the rest of the way. I did, I did. Yeah. So I, I come on strong at the end. All right. Um but you know, recapping a little bit of last week, I think that the big news was the Packers over the Cowboys last week. Oh my gosh, it was awesome! And then, I, and we don't have time today because we only have a few minutes left. But but, but a star is born in Jordan Love. Star is born. Star is born, Jordan Love, yeah. and 
the but the bigger story though was the demise of the Cowboys. Yeah, and the relationship between C.D. Lamb and Dak Prescott, and now there's becoming a war of words. And we, oh my gosh, C.D. Lamb's mother, you gotta if you yeah. haven't seen it on X, you gotta go out. C.D. Lamb's mother is just really trashing Dak Prescott and defending her son. And it was kind of funny. So we had talked out off air talked about there should be something written into professional players contracts that their family their family cannot talk about you know the, the their you know their 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 son or daughter or whatever we could go into a lot of examples yeah i'm thinking kurt warner going way back his, yeah his 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 wife was very involved in social media yeah um giselle remember yeah Tom can't on? catch the he can't throw the ball and catch the yeah, time. right um colin kaepernick yeah colin kaepernick's girlfriend was a big part of his um Act, being an activist, yeah. and even even like like Celtics player like Al Horford's wife sometimes said stuff. Patrick Mahomes Mahomes family, I oh. mean, please, <laughs> I mean, yeah. So they, they're saying put into the contract that you could be fined, fined, or even suspended if your family members make comments on social media. So th- that was the big story, and then the Cowboys don't switch coaches, which I, I think everybody was yeah really they're surprised sticking about. with Mike McCarthy. Well, I, I, think, I, had, I had planned on seeing Bill go down I there did too. I thought Bill was going to be hired by the going fourth down, quarter, going down in Dallas. I, I really yeah. did. I thought I thought Belichick was going to be you know, like getting a phone call from Jerry Jones. They, in the fourth they kept quarter. making the joke on X that why isn't Jerry because they would do the meme of why he's not in the press box because he had Bell Belichick on the line and, yeah. Yeah, in, the, in the tunnel. Oh, okay. But <laughs> I think we all kind of assumed that and. I, I think Jerry Jones actually made the right decision. You can't keep switching coaches all the time. Yes. And it's yeah. it's not necessarily Mike McCarthy's fault that they lost the game. He's what, thirty four and twelve, thirty four and fifteen over the regular last three regular seasons. Yeah, he's a good coach. Yeah. Um you know, you gotta ha- you know, having Dak Prescott not throw pick sixes would probably be a place to start. Maybe having your quarterback and your wide receiver get along or be on the same page would be a good place to start. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't put it all on, on Mike McCarthy. No. But Boy, next year there's some pressure if they make the playoffs. That He's going to be looking at his shoulder even behind him. Oh, definitely, ab- absolutely. Yeah. And what about you know with the Eagles? They haven't made a decision on Sirianno. So, I, I thought I heard they did. did I thought they? They no, were Sirianni, so far, nothing on Sirianni just yet, guys. I, again, maybe next week. I don't know. They had a meeting. I know there's going to be some exits for like coordinators and stuff, but as yeah. far as head coach, they have not made a switch on Nick Sirianni one way or the other. Well, well, I think hopefully they're going to get rid of I think Patricia. He's, I think he's staying, too. Yeah. Well, yeah. Patricia's going where Bill's yeah. going. Yes. He's, yeah. he's putting Bill's the band going. back together. Yeah. And he's most likely going to be Atlanta, which is... But I could see. But I could see. So let's say that the, the vacancy in Philadelphia, I could see Bill wanting that. I mean, they're built to win, the Eagles. What I what I was reading was that Bill does not want to deal with big city media. Okay, so he's going to and, go to Atlanta. And, you know, you look at... At an easy division, too. The NFC South is probably a, is a very cream-puff division. It's a very point. winnable division. The Bucks barely won it last year. They barely won it this year. And a- Atlanta's pretty good. They have a lot of talent on yeah, that Yeah, they team. do. They, the I quarterback love... situation just needs to be addressed. Yeah. But, you know, you bring in, like, a Kirk Cousins... Exactly, I love you know, Kirk yep. Cousins. Yeah, and, and and now you have a contender. Yeah, you saw the joke about the uh, the Atlanta interview. You know what the the second interview he's going in, and uh, you know they're going to ask Bill a question, and all he's going to say is twenty eight to three. <laughs> well, <laughs> you've got the job. But if he brings in all his Patriots old staff, all of them, it says it on the ring, the Super Bowl yeah, ring, yeah. twenty eight to three. So <laughs> I think it'd be quite a, a slap in the face to Atlanta. Yeah. All right, real quick, we only have a couple minutes left. The picks. So the Texans are at the Ravens. The Ravens had a bye. Uh, they we'll did. Start so with you, you. Got, what do you, you got? got? Texans, CJ Stroud versus Ravens, Lamar Jackson. Let's see. The game's at 4.30 today, Mike. I am taking, I'm all in on the Texans. Taking the Texans. Okay. I, I, I like the Texans, but yep. I think it's the Ravens' year at this point, so I'm going to go Ravens. So okay. So that's Mike. 
J-Dog, what are you thinking? Texans, because I think Lamar Jackson sitting down for almost three weeks was a mistake. See, if, if he had played that last game of the season with mm-hmm. a series of downs, I know you run the risk of getting hurt. I get that. But if he had played a series of downs and then just rested, I think it just would have been a little bit. I just uh, I think the Texans are hot right now. Packers at 49ers. Okay, so this is Jordan Love. Like I said, star is born. 49ers, Brock Purdy, baby. And San Francisco. San Francisco all the way. J-Dog? As much as I'm a Packers guy and Jordan Love is my guy, they water the uh, Waterloo or the uh, White Whale is the Niners for Matty Lafleur. I got to take the Niners. Yeah, <laughs> right. I mean, it's just the, the roster is is incredible. Yeah. Makes sense. Uh, Sunday Sunday's games. game, uh, the Buccaneers at the Lions. All right, like Baker Mayfield, you got the Lions. Jared Goff, Detroit, exciting. They made the playoffs. Uh, won a game. Will you just pick somebody. We're, 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 it literally is. We're running out of time. He's milking the clock like Peyton Manning. <laughs> I'm Omaha, taking. Omaha. <laughs> I'm taking Buccaneers. Um, I'm taking the Lions, and, and I don't really know why. I don't. I don't believe they're them. my Super Bowl pick. So I got to take the Lions. Lions, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then lastly, last game, Chief with Patrick Mahomes and Taylor Swift at the Bills and Josh Allen I'm taking at the Bills. It's snowy and cold. Buffalo Bills. No one circles the wagons like Buffalo, Buffalo Bill, Bills. A good friend of our show, Bernie Hines, is a big Bills fan, and I'm yes. sure he's going to be doing it, too. All right, that's going to be it for our first show, Mike and the Hoss on the Pulse. Charlie, congratulations. We yeah, thanks, and thanks, thanks to J-Dog. We lo- love having you uh, and love being part of this network. Yeah, and thanks to our sponsors. We will be back next Saturday at 11 o'clock for more Mike and the Hoss on the Pulse of New Hampshire.